Yeah, what's up with it? <laughs> Can you hear me? Hold on, wait. But drink. There we go. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't hear you though. Your feedback, so I'm gonna bounce back, but it's all good. I hear you a little bit. Yo. Wait, I'll keep waiting. I'll wait. I'll wait. Hey, I got government speed Wi Fi. My Wi Fi good, bro. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see so. Is that better? Is that better? I, yeah, I should be good. I hear you, but can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. It's a little slow for some reason. I don't know. I got government speed Wi-Fi. I, I got to get government speed Wi-Fi. Man, my shit, 30G, bro. Is it still, is it still bad? No, nah, it's good now. It's good. We rocking. All right. So, Gata, I'm I'm super stoked to talk to you. Um, we haven't met. Brett Barish, uh, I own a whole bunch of liquor brands, Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, Vione, my past brands, Ace of Spades, Doucet. Um, I started this series, Gata, a few years ago to talk to people that have made it, uh, whether it's Lil Wayne, who you know, whether it's uh, Ross, who you know, um, uh, I got to get Brat on. I just texted her and wish her wish her congrats on the marriage. Uh, but I start out the same way to everybody. What does self made mean to you? Self made to me means you somebody who never quit. No matter how many times somebody told you no, you kept just pushing go. You just kept going hard. You kept believing in your vision. You stayed ten toes down. You really got it out the mud. You know what I'm saying? You made people believers. Even when they didn't want to believe, you made them believe. That's self-made, brother. So uh, that resonates for me. And my example would be, Gata, every one of my brands, I was told wouldn't work. Every single one. Oh, yeah. I, I know how that feel, bro. How, do you, how did you get through it? Well, me, I always kept my dream at the forefront. Like, I always knew, like, no matter what happened, I got to stay down for the dream. Like, even when I wasn't making money and all that, I was like, you know what? It's about the goals. It's about the journey. It's about, like, the destination that I'm trying to get to. And what's so crazy, it make it even easier for you to believe in your dream when you see somebody else living it. You know what I'm saying? They walking it. They talking it. They just put the hours in. So, for example, like, I would want to give up. But I'm from a place like L.A. where I saw my favorite rapper, Rick Ross, at this sunglasses spot on La Brea. He like, you know what? One day you're going to be able to have you a bad bitch, security, spend 30000 on glasses, whoop-de-whoop, yada, yada, yada. You just got to believe. You, gotta, you just keep doing what you do. And me seeing that in person, I'm like, hold on. Ross just told me I got to stay down and keep going. So when I saw people like that, you know, it made me feel like, yo, I can do this shit too, especially when you see people that look like you doing it. Why do you think Ross said that to you? Well, number one, I'm going to tell you why. I had the sickest gander already at a young age. Like, I'm at his sunglasses spot, you know what I'm saying, called Jack's on the bread. I already knew, like, okay, this is one of the hottest spots where niggas get their sunglasses. You get what I'm saying? So I used to just always be over there venturing off in the Melrose area, Fairfax District. 
just trying to, you know, catch a wave, catch a vibe. So when I was in there, he like, yo, my son know about you and Tiger, yada, yada. Keep doing what you do. So I had a little bit of leeway into the situation because I was already in the industry working with Tiger and stuff. So when I ran up on him, it wasn't just no like, oh, I'm a fan. It's like, yo, man, I'm kind of doing my thing, but I'm trying to get like you, big bro. <laughs> And why does why does Ross stand out to you so much? Why do you remember that moment so well? Uh, because number one, I didn't have no hair at that time. I had a low cut ball fade. The nigga was bald headed, so like that's how I knew. That's how long I've been on my grind. You get what I'm saying? So for me to go from that point to this point, it just mean a lot because what he told me was stay on your shit, bro, and you gonna be here. And I stayed on my shit, and now I'm here. So when people tell you, like, man, never give up. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. That shit really true because I failed a million times, but I ain't never gave up. No matter how many times shit didn't go right, no matter how many times a motherfucker didn't want to fuck with me, I still kept going. Where do you, where do you think that drive comes from? Uh, just growing up the way I grew up, never knowing my uh, biological mom or my dad and knowing that I was adopted and knowing that I wanted to make it so I could take care of the people that raised me, you know, like my auntie and my cousin who are my mom and my sister, they raised me. So long story short, I'm like, hold on. I ain't got no father figure in the house. So these rappers, these athletes, these entrepreneurs, I'm soaking up game watching these dudes all day long. So I, I got to be the man one day. You get what I'm saying? So that's what made me never want to give up. It's like, my mom and my sister ain't got nobody. All they got is me. So I got to go hard. I'm not about to have no bum-ass dude on the street taking care of my mom and my sister. So it was up to me. You know what I mean? Have they been, if you were to give shout-outs to people that have been in your camp day one, have they been there? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. They've been here since day one. Like, they always believed in me no matter what I had going on. They always stayed ten toes down. They always told me, like, yo, Never give up. Work hard. Work hard for what you want. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to take no shortcuts. Don't try to uh, finesse your way to the top. It's not going to work. Like, just make sure you got a, a good circle around you. That's what my mom and my sister always instilled in me is like, yo, make sure you got the right people around you at all times that got your best interests at heart. Because it's hard out here, especially for a young black man. It's hard to really know who down for you. A lot of people think they got homies, but them niggas ain't your homies, man, until shit get real. You see who really there for you. You know what I mean? When you wrote, you wrote in your, in your, you had a post last year where you, thank you, you held Bel Air, and you said to Ross, you, you shouted out Ross, and you said, this post is for every young black man in the ghetto that want to make something on themselves in a positive way. When did you start realizing, you know what, I'm, I got to shout this shit out to people. I got to tell, I got to be the supporter of others, because I've had the support too. Um, honestly... I've been like this since day one. I just wasn't able to, to share my story until I was able to make it because I always knew that it takes a, a village to raise a child. You get what I'm saying? It takes a village. And with that being said, you're going to have a lot of people in your corner that's going to be giving you good advice, giving you good um, gems and stuff like that on a daily, but it's up to you to use it. So with that being said, on my 10-plus year journey on um, doing what I do and grinding every day, I had people along the way that assisted me and gave me advice and made me believe, like, okay, this is what you need to be doing. This, you know what I'm saying? So long story short, I've always been like this. And people got to understand my true desire is to inspire. That's all I ever wanted to do. I ain't never wanted to get in the rap game and be like, yo, 
or the industry and be like, oh, I'm doing better than you. I got more money than you. I got more jewelry than you. It ain't about that. It's about, hey, look, I come from where you come from, and all you got to do is think like this, be on some positive shit, move like this, get your team in order, you know what I'm saying? And you can do it too. I ain't never want to make it just to be like, oh, I'm big. No, nah, I'm, I'm big to spread, spread a big message. That's why I want to make it big, so I can spread a message to everybody out there that want to be an entrepreneur, just like me and you. It is... It, it, so when did you when did you decide that music was that space that was going to fill it for you? Uh, when I started traveling around the world with Tiger, Gym Class Heroes, and Fall Out Boy, when I saw that it was really real, when I saw people coming up to me saying, Gator, Gator, oh, we, we love you. That's what I do. Like, when I start traveling and just going places and seeing that I can get notoriety. Like, see, people got to realize this. It's not about the money all the time. Yeah. I was, I was getting notoriety. You get what I'm saying? And that right there will make you feel better than money. Because you get what I'm saying? Like, if you got a, a, a hot song and you never make millions off of it, you could have 10 people come up to you and be like, man, I like them lyrics, man. That shit was cold. You're going to keep going. So that little bit of notoriety is what kept me wanting to do this shit. That feeling. something, Someone saw something. Someone said something. It, it gets you to the next level. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, people got to uh, see your self-belief. Like, so, that's what it's about. Like, self-belief. It so makes people believe. Gator, when I was doing my thing, and it wasn't going well, my first six years sucked. And it hit me when I had nothing left. I remember I remember the moment. I remember calling my mother. She's And, and we want, they were going to, I had investors. They wanted to wind up the company. And I remember telling her, if I could just survive, like pay my bills, I'll be happy because I like what I'm doing. Right. And it slowed down at that point, meaning it, it, there's no rush. It'll happen. Like you, you said this yourself. My whole thing is progress, not perfection. Nothing happens overnight. Like when did that, when, when, like what was the moment you realized, you know what, it's not going to happen overnight, but I just got to keep progressing, keep going, and I'll get there. Well, see me, once I got a taste of a little bit of success and I started um, believing more, like, okay, I'm getting notoriety. I was like, okay, no matter how long it takes, I got songs with Lil Wayne. That's that's all I need to believe in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get to where I need to get to because if, if Wayne could wake me up off the couch and be like, yo, get on this song, blood, all right, that's how I know I'm talented. Ain't nobody got to, you know what I'm saying? Even before that, I knew I was talented, like, I know this might sound like narcissistic and cocky and all that, but I always knew I was going to make it. Like, because I'm never going to give up. Like, that's just the attitude I got. Like, I'm going to keep doing what I got to do to get to where I got to get to. You know what I'm saying? That's just me, man. What, what were, tell me, tell me, if you could go back 10 years, what would you change? If I could go back 10 years, I would change the way that I was partying and not and, and like not taking advantage of the business that I had around me. Cause I had a lot of great business people around me. I had a lot of great talent. Like I said, we was on tour with a uh, gym class heroes, fallout boy. Like I wasn't taking advantage of learning the music business. I was just so caught up in the fun. I'm like, Oh shit, I'm on tour. I'm going state to state. I'm getting cash every night. Not even knowing that that wasn't legit. I should have been getting the check or wire yep. or having the account. Like, yep. But I was figuring, like, damn, I'm on tour with my boys. I'm getting a little bit of change. I could buy this, that. Like, I just would change the business aspect of it and just change the partying a little bit because partying is a job when you get to a certain level. 
but I didn't realize that back then. I was just thinking like, okay, we did the concert. Now the party is the party. But the party is really the job, the networking, and where you're really supposed to stay on point and be, you know what I'm saying? Get your connects up. When 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 you think of friendship, what has Dickie brought to you? What have you learned from him? Man, the most valuable thing that I learned from little Dickie is practicing more patience and developing a great product and knowing that you have to work at your craft every single day. It's not about just a, a dope freestyle. You put it out and, and people love it. You got to see things through. You got to make that song, create that song, put it in the oven, uh, make sure it's baking for hours and hours and months and months and make sure that you got something on your hands that you really love before you just go out there and rush. Because sometimes you could put out stuff and you could be like, damn, man, I could have did that better. You get what I mean? And I always like to uh, analyze myself now. Like I learned a lot of patience from him. You know what I mean? Like he taught me how to be more detailed. What do you think he's learned from you? Oh, to just, you know, have a lot of a passion and not give a fuck when you're doing your thing. You get what I'm saying? Because you're already not getting Let go. Yeah, like, but I just be wanting to bring out that, uh, that yeah. out of you. You know what I'm saying? That, that, uh, you know what I'm saying? That swag. You know what I'm saying? That, you know what I mean? That, that from the bottom of the gut. But he already got it, man. Like, we learned from each other a lot, man. He, he taught me patience. Shit, I probably just taught him how to gander and wiggle up more. You know what I'm saying? Get up on rappers and be like, yeah, I know you think I might be better than you, but what's up? Let's do a song. <laughs> why, why does, why do references like gander mean so much to you? Uh, number one, because it's from my environment. It's from my community. You know, it's the words that I got from my older homies that are doing their motherfucking thing. Like my homie, uh, J Money Production TV, uh, my homie, Louie Tay. These dudes got the illest gander. They didn't show me a lot, you know, in a little bit of time that I've known them and just using that positive energy to manifest something that you want along with a little bit of passion and drive and all that too. But that word is important to me because it's really positive and you could really do a lot if you gander the right way. <laughs> Do you think you, you I wrote I know you 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 said this but I'm curious how to hear it in your own words the show has provided you some some honesty hasn't it Oh yeah definitely man I'm so vulnerable <laughs> but how do you like when did you realize or were there moments you realize cuz I think honesty is the key to life I think right. that's where passion comes through I think that's where you're most vulnerable, but you're most successful. Like, how did you, when did that become, whoa, you know what? I, I, I gotta just be more honest and everything come, everything else authentic at that point. Well, see, when I was younger, I was in my music, you know, you know, when you, in your music earlier in your days, when you first start rapping, you either rapping about what you want to have or you manifesting things in your lyrics and all that. But as I got older, I was like, you know what? I don't want to rap this shit until I know that I'm living my lyrics. So as far as the artistic side, I always try to get my truth that way. But in the acting world, doing what I do now, I'm going to just keep it 100,000. Dicky is the reason why I'm so vulnerable and so open because I was really inspired by him in the way that he shares his insecurities and the things that he goes through and stuff like that. Because me, I always wanted to be the cool guy. Like You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be the rapper, most swagged out, most coolest, great energy, yada, yada, yada. I didn't really start thinking about sharing my personal life like that and dicky is the one that made me want to start sharing my personal life and i really appreciate him for that because people love you more when you even real like that on that type of level you know 
putting out your flaws and letting them know you're not perfect, especially as a, a public figure, so that would be whatever. But I really appreciate that, man. Dickie, thank you for that, man, making me more vulnerable and open. If you had to, if, if you had to have one choice today and pick a lane, music or acting, what would you choose? Damn. That's tough, bro. Damn. Bro, why you do be like that, Brett? Damn. Uh, honestly, I'm going to You know what? I'm, I'm going to say acting. Why? I'm going to say acting because I know I would do the acting because I could really, I could really change people with my acting. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can look at my eyes on screen and on camera and tell me when I'm being real, real serious. With rap, you could hop in the studio and people be lying there, never know if it's real there, never probably believe you there. They won't be convinced. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. when, when you look a man in the eyes and you see him cry real tears and you, you see him really get upset and you see him really delivering stuff and making you laugh and all that, I think that's more powerful and touching than, than uh, rapping and stuff like that. Not to say that rapping ain't everything, but nowadays a lot of people rapping and stuff like that. So I'm not even, you know, enthused about the, the rap game the way I am no more because I'm on this side of the world, like, I mean, in this side of the industry, like doing the acting stuff, but I would definitely choose acting, man, because a lot of people came up to me about the way I made them feel, telling them my story versus, shorty, you want to check, 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 check. Do, do you think, you, you didn't think acting, I mean, I'm assuming you didn't think acting was in your future back then, before the show. Nah, but I just come to the realization that I'm dope on camera naturally because I'm an entertainer. That's just what it is. Like when you rap, when you want to be in the music videos, when you want to have the coolest outfits and you want to do this and do that, you're entertaining yourself and you're entertaining your fan base. So I'm an entertainer. I just naturally like to perform. I naturally like to make people feel good. Like you got to think about it. I was a hype man for Tiger for a decade been hype man for Dickie, pumping him up, doing this thing with him. So I naturally just like to just to make people feel good, whether it's about themselves, whether it's about them, you know what I mean? So I want to ask you something. You know, when, when, when someone leads a team or company, a group, all the – that person's got to be not only a – not only does all the shit rise to the top that you got to deal with, but you got to be the cheerleader. But as a hype man, you are the cheerleader. So who's hyping you up? Who's putting you in that spot of you can do this? You know, when you got a bad day, you got to just pretend it's a good day. If you know what I mean? Well, we are on self-made, right? And a guy like me, I'm self-motivated. Like, I done been through so many trials and tribulations. I could just hype myself up. Like, just the fact that I never knew my mom or my real dad. That give me hype and just want to go get a bag. That just make me want to just go hit the studio. That just make me want to just accomplish my dreams. Like, I don't need nobody to hype me up. I believe in a higher power, and I push myself daily because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, who going to be hyping you up when we in that casket? You get what I'm saying? Like, it's all about your story. You feel me? And what people got to say. Let's, let's go see who really going to be there. And I know at the end of the day, I'm always going to be there for myself because nobody loved me like me, man. What's what do you consider next that that you want to achieve if you think that way? Uh, next, I want to just um, honestly venture off into things that you're doing, bro. Like open up more businesses in the, the liquor world, the food and stuff like that. Like I, I want to tap into things that I've never done because I feel like with fashion, with the merch, being an artist, okay, I got that by default. Uh, the TV, the music, okay, what else can more can I do? 
but I really want to venture off and make money off of something that doesn't have my name on it. Like that doesn't say Gator or doesn't say GED. I want to be able to make money off of something like how you doing with a Bel Air. It doesn't say Brett or it doesn't, you know what I'm no, saying? No, it's like, about the brand. You're right. Exactly. You're right. So I want to develop another brand that don't have my name on it. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I can scream GED and Gator till the day I die. But that's a given. I want to just could you see yourself? Could you see yourself doing that? For example, in writing, producing, when it comes to to shows or movies, things like that. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I, I got tons of things in the uh, works right now. Like um, I'm developing a cartoon. I shot five movies. I'm writing a, on a, a food show. I'm developing. I got a reality TV show that I'm working on for the uh, youth where I'm uh, holding them down and doing stuff, positive things with the kids. But I'm writing and developing stuff like this year there will be a lot more titles added to rapper, actor, model, uh, entertainer, whatever. But yeah, I'm a writer, producer. I, I've been working on a lot of projects and I can't wait to the world see them. What do you and Dickie fight about? Me and Dickie probably fight about like, me fucking off my money, not saving that money and shit like that. Just being excited, just having a great time all the time, you know, like, because you gotta think about it. He been having success. He been having fame. You get what I'm saying? He been having the uh, the dividends. Like a nigga like me, I'm trying to enjoy this shit, bro. You get what I'm saying? Like, I never really had nothing like that. Like, my parents wasn't rich or whatever. They always made enough just to support me, give me the little Jordans here and there and there. But I'm definitely trying to do my thing, man. I be having fun. Like, I'm trying to go to the club where they got the sign to say Gator and the, the bottles is coming with the Bel Air and the, and the sparklets and shit. Like, I'm having fun, bro. Like, so me and him just argue about shit like that. Like, are you staying focused, man? Or are you making sure that you put your money over here so you can pay your taxes and shit like that? But and you see it as you can have both. I can enjoy myself and work hard as shit. Yeah, definitely, because that's the definition of my brand, uh, grinding every day. You did yep. my GED. And then when I see people like you, when I see people like Rose uh, managing their money the right way, but still turning up, having an awesome life, yeah. it's just like, okay, I feel great about it. And then you got to think about it. It's like, I'm at a level now to where I be thinking like, damn, like, I can make yada, 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 X amount of dollars in a day and not even have a problem. Even if I did have a problem yesterday. Because <laughs> you have that, because you've got that confidence. You know it's going to come through. <laughs> man, because I'm a firm believer in myself, man, and I just... Like, I'm just so, like, inspired and motivated, bro, truly by brand ambassadors like you, bro. And, do, and, like, do you think if you were to pick your fans out of a lineup, what do they all have in common? My fans probably got in common that they're probably all passionate, just like me, and they all probably driven to accomplish something when people didn't believe in them and when people gave up on them. They probably feel just like me, like the underdog. They probably always pushing other people. They probably always getting shitted on, but just know, y'all, all my fans, y'all day is coming, man. Y'all gonna be on top, and I, I really appreciate y'all, man, so make sure y'all stay down till you come up. Is, is this story true? Because uh, I gotta know more, because I got my own story. You, to, in order to be more professional, you hired fake cameramen and fake assistants? Oh, hell yeah. That's called Gander. <laughs> Tell me about it. Bro, listen, the first day I met this guy right here, Lil Dicky, right? I went to this studio where I met him, right? I got the message. They're like, yo, go to this address. Lil Dicky going to be there. I'm like, oh, cool. I need to Kanye this. I need to document this shit. So I'm like, okay. Why do you, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why did he want to see you? Because he, we was about to vibe out. 
I was about to I was about to become his hype man. You get what I'm saying? So he was about to play all his music and he wanted to meet me. So he wanted to get the introduction. So I come in there, I had a little shorty. She was like my little uh fake personal assistant. She was holding the phone and everything. She like, I got you, yeah. Cause she do that anyway. She, you know, I think it was like a girl that liked me. Then I had my homie, he had a camera or whatever. He didn't even know how to get the shit in focus, but he making it look good the whole time while we walking in and shit. But long story short, I walk in, I'm hyped. Happy New Year's, everybody. How y'all doing? What's up? I'm Gator. I walk in the office full of white people. They looking scared as a motherfucker. Like, who the fuck is this dude walking in with a styrofoam cup, a camera bed and shit? So long story short, I was on my rapper shit, bro. Like, I was just on my entertainment. And he didn't like me at first. He thought I was a little bit over to the top. But I'm sitting there listening to all his music, though. I'm like, oh, okay. He hard. He dope. He witty. He smart. He intelligent. And people got to realize, like, I take the music stuff serious, like, Nobody can tell me nothing. Did you believe? Do, hold on. Did you believe all that? All that about him? Did you actually believe all that? Uh, kind of, sort of. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. And it was just crazy though, because at first he just didn't like me, but then after that he started understanding. Like, yo, this is entertainment. People want to see a show. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, yep. people don't want to see no boring ass rapper. And at the end of the day, people want to look at you. They want to live like you. They want to walk like you. They yep. want to talk like you. They want yep. to do everything like you, especially when you're doing it the right way. Yep. So long story short, I was developing my image. I was building my image. And I was doing it at a stage where I didn't have shit. And he didn't understand it. But now we understand it because look at what I manifested. I got real cameramen. I got real personal assistants. Everything that I was trying to do back then, that shit is real life right now. You, so. put, your, you put yourself in a position to succeed. You made Bro, those decisions. I'm trying to tell you. All I did was examine the rap game. I looked at Wayne, saw how he moved every day while I'm with him. Seen him from YouTube, from afar. I didn't study Puff. I studied big. I didn't studied all this shit. Like I studied how to entertain and how to how to gain achievement in this rap shit. You just got to keep going hard. If you were to tell in the music space, you know the the, the next little Dicky, the next Gata. The, the three things you should do is, what are the three things? You need to work on your character. You need to work on your commitment. And you need to do something for the culture, period, point blank. That's what you need to do. Like, if you're trying to do something in this shit, it's all about your character. You can't be no asshole, man. You got to really genuinely be a good person. Like I said, you can't just finesse your way to the top. You can't rob people. You can't. It's not going to pan out for you being a, a, a whack person. So long story short, just be a good person and just work on your craft and polish up your uh, commitment because you got to be commitment. You I mean, you got to be committed. You know what I'm saying? You got to really just stay down and you got to just really know that you're doing this shit for the culture, period, point blank. Those he, are three C's of success. I'm sure, I'm sure there's many artists that you've seen who you're like, what the fuck? What an asshole. Oh, hell yeah. So what do you think the, what do you, what do you think when you see that and they're successful or they could be so much more successful, what are the three things that they do that's wrong? I don't like how some artists just, um, or some successful people tend to forget where they came from. Yeah. That's, that's rule number one. You can't ever forget where you came from. Like, as soon as you do that to me, it's a turnoff. Yeah. Like, it's, you, you, lost, you lost connection with reality. Like, you're not even a real person no more in your mind. Like, that's one thing 
entertainers, celebrities do, they lose touch with reality. They think that they're larger than life. Yep. They forget where they came from. Like me, I'll never forget that I grew up off of Western Avenue, walking down the street, going to buy cigarettes, two, four dollars. I'll never forget those hard times. I'll never forget those times when I cried in my car because I didn't have nowhere to sleep because me and my family was getting into it. Like, you can never forget about those hard times. And as soon as you forget about the struggle, you're going to lose your passion. You get what yeah. I'm saying? You're going to lose your passion. You always got to remember. And that's it, man. Man, that's that's the only mistakes I see celebrities making. Gata, I, I could talk to you all day long. I think you know, I, I, I do this because I, I, I selfishly, I, uh, I get my motivation this way. Uh, listening to you is beyond motivating. Listening Man, to I, you, I, you know, the, the the passion you have, the honesty you have, you just want to get behind you, and that's that's the battle. That's the part you, you want is people getting behind you and saying, this, this guy's the shit. I love this guy. I want to support him. Anything he does, anything he does, anything he does, I'm going to be there. God, you have it, man. It's awesome. It's man, awesome. I appreciate that, man. And I hope that my energy rubs off on everybody in the world because we should all be trying to work hard and uplift others, man, for real, for real. I love it. I love it. I, I, I wish you all the best. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. Keep the gander going. Um, I, I, I'm going to keep sharing your passion because you got it all, man. And it's it's awesome. Little I appreciate Vicky, you, boss. He's, he's lucky to have you, my friend. Hey, man, we lucky to have each other, man. We out here taking over. Season three is on the way. And I love all the fans. You know what it is. Bel Air Black Bottle Boys for life. Thank you. Thank you, Gator. Appreciate it. All the best. Everybody, love Gator. Follow him. Let's go. Let's support yeah. Take care, my friend. All right, bro.